Hey everybody, welcome to the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. Before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about the delicious, certified, gluten-free breads, bagels, English muffins, and other baked goods that are made right here in Johnstown, Colorado. Canyon Bakehouse's gluten, dairy, nut, and soy-free products make it easy for families to enjoy the taste and texture of fresh bread so everyone can love bread again. Find them at any major grocery store in the freezer or fresh bread aisle, or purchase online and visit canyonglutenfree.com to grab a coupon. On the high screen, Dorian kicked to the corner, Feirano for three, it's good with the foul! And back to throw is the quarterback, and Hayward is sacked by Joey Porter. Page takes it in, scores, J.D. Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown. Michael Gallup. Got it down low. Hornung. Dunk! And here come the students. Leading by 10. Here's Van Pelt. He's at the 5. Touchdown, Colorado State. edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Canyon Bakehouse. A lot to talk about today. Uh, the, the wait is over. Colorado State finally has a new head football coach and the reaction was, well, not great. Not great at all. It is chaos on Twitter right now. Uh, people are panicking. The sky is falling. You better lock your doors. You better look out for looters. It is full-on anarchy on CSU Twitter right now. I imagine uh, the message boards over at Ram Nation are not much better. Uh, Yeah, I I honestly haven't seen a reaction like this quite since uh, probably Shiano at Tennessee. I mean, it's a smaller scale, but that's an SEC school. I don't... It's just... Yeah, not, not uh, not the PR reaction that uh, I think CSU football was looking for but you know we're going to talk about a lot of things on this podcast I'm going to try and calm everyone down first things first I'll give everyone my gut reaction I will respond to some tweets I'll 
uh, do all sorts of things. We're going to go over his background. First, uh, should credit the ACC network. They made that um, that Steve Adazio mixtape, I guess, is what you should call it. It's really just uh, some of those famous recruiting vines from back when Adazio was at Boston College, the, you know, what's better than this? Guys being dudes, just dudes, the whole thing. Uh, he, I I mean, I, I love the vines. I love the memes from a content creator's perspective. Uh, if Adazio gives us anything as phenomenal as guys being dudes, I'll be all over it. I'm sure we'll sell t-shirts or something. But I understand why everyone panicked I'm gonna address it. I'm gonna I'm gonna calm you down, like I said. But first, for the those that don't know quite as much about Adazio, let's just kind of briefly go over his coaching tenure. He's part of the Urban Meyer tree. He was an offensive line coach and part time. Well, he became the offensive coordinator eventually uh, with Meyer at Florida. Won a couple of national championships during the BCS days. Ultimately moved on to Temple, where he spent two years as a head coach, and then went to Boston College after that. Hasn't had, uh, you know, a ton of success. Um, you know, exactly 500 at Boston College, one in three in bowl games. Though he did, uh, he should have had a one more opportunity than he did that game against. Boise State in 2018 got canceled uh, from weather. I can't remember if it was lightning. I believe it was lightning. Um, might have been like hurricane. I don't. It, I I don't think they're hurricanes in December. I don't know. Anyways, it got canceled for uh, poor weather. So I guess he should have had another chance at a bowl win. Just you know, playing devil's advocate. Uh, but here's some info here from the press release. Uh, I would like to thank President Joyce McConnell and Director of Athletics Joe Parker for the opportunity to lead this football program. Adazio said in the release, Colorado State University is a world-class institution and Fort Collins is an incredible city to live in and to be able to recruit to. Our program will be one built on toughness and passion, and we will work tirelessly to develop men of character to return championship-level football back to Colorado State said the right thing in the press release i mean i would hope he did um i think more people are going to react based on how he is in the introductory press conference on thursday i will say that like basically every head coach ever wins their press conference and if you don't win the press conference you should really uh panic vance joseph i feel like is one of the guys who like from day one people were like this guy is gonna struggle and he just did not do well in that first press conference I don't expect that with Adazio. He's got a lot of energy. I imagine he's going to come out and give us a bunch of gritty, you know, football guy type quotes, and we're going to be tough and gritty and all this. And, you know, the whole nine yards, the stereotypical football guy response. And it'll be, it'll get people excited, and that's a good thing. I mean, especially after today, I hope that he – Honestly, I'll be fine if he does give a bunch of cliches as long as he delivers it well, uh, just to to get people excited again. Because as somebody that covers this team, I obviously want the fans to be interested. I'm not going to demean them and act like they're wrong to not be excited. Because, you know, if we're being completely honest, my 
gut reaction was probably pretty similar to yours. It was this guy, this is who they're going with, Adazio, the dude that was 500 at Boston College and has all these weird allegations against him about trying to blackball a former player and and get him cut by the Falcons and stuff. I don't know. He must have really killed it in the interview, I guess. Uh, this entire process has been it's been chaotic to say the least. I mean, I know that things changed. Um, it seems like their target changed multiple times. I'm not sure if that was based on public reaction, if it had to do with them looking into the background of Wilson and, and some of these other guys, Butch Jones. I don't know though, you know, like it was just weird. This was one of the weirdest coaching searches of all time. I actually think CSU would have benefited from being a little bit more open with the media from the start, at least the local guys, and kind of eliminate some of this speculation. I was talking with Terry Fry, and you know, we both agreed that if Tony Frank would have been uh, leading this search, I think there would have been a little bit just more collaboration with the media. I think they would have been passing uh, some info along both, you know, on and off the record, and it would have been beneficial for everyone because. <laughs> There was just so much misinformation flying around, and it was crazy. It was it was absolutely crazy, but that said, I am at least, you know, relieved that this process is over. Like I said, I know a lot of fans are, are still upset, and I'm going to address a lot of your responses on Twitter in the second half here, but yeah, yikes. I, I, I definitely would be worried about how he was perceived today if I was CSU. Um, but, like, at the end of the day, how how he's perceived, you know, today and, and really even this offseason, it doesn't matter a ton. I mean, if they completely just flop uh, and from a recruiting perspective, that'll be a bummer and there'll be some you know consequences from that but you already know that the recruiting cycle for this next season's not going to be great uh it wasn't when Bobo had to take over in December post McElwain either that's just part of it you know when coaches come in last minute it's just it's tough to to get to spark loyalty with high school guys and it's tough to you know convince them that CSU is the school so we're gonna have to give him some leeway with that I guess I would say but you know my my overarching point here (laughs) is that how we feel or how the fans feel today is valid but we don't want to become victims of the moment either and what I mean by this is you know this this whole coaching hiring process it's a total crapshoot it's a lot of speculation and trying to compare what coaches did in other leagues in completely different situations with different levels of talent, different uh, levels of responsibility and, and trying to see if it'll translate. And a lot of it is just, you know, throwing crap at the wall and seeing if it sticks, like being completely honest, that's what a lot of that process is. I mean, obviously you're going to do your research and, and certain things are, are more valid than others. I think you can look at, you know, the way that people run teams and success over a long period of time and that kind of stuff is 
is valid to compare, but it's not necessarily, you know, direct. It's, it's just tough to compare a lot of these situations. But like when it comes to these coaching hirings, we all react initially and we all, you know, either love someone and, and mark them as the, the savior of the program or, or, you know, we react like how the CSU fans are reacting this time, which obviously isn't positively. The thing is, though, it doesn't really matter how we feel today. It's it's how everybody feels, you know, at this time next year after the first season or how they feel after the first game against CU in September. You know, when Colorado hired Dan Hawkins, by all accounts, it was considered to be a phenomenal move. He had all the momentum in the world from his time at Boise State and in five years there, he went 53-11. and 11. Everyone, you know, thought he was going to come to CU and, and bring that same kind of revival to Boulder. And then, of course, he completely flopped and went 19-39 and 39 in five years with the Buffs. Uh, pretty much got mocked throughout his time there. Had the roller coaster situation at quarterback with his son and all the assistants. And it was just not a good time. But my point is just that, or and you know, like when people hired Mike Bobo or when CSU hired Mike Bobo, Ram fans thought, you know, he was going to carry on the momentum from McIlwain and bring, you know, this high potent passing offense to, to CSU. And he kind of did that, but they obviously just didn't get the wins. Um, but, you know, my point really is that we're really fickle as sports fans and you know, you're not wrong to be angry or disappointed or excited or however you feel today. You're, however you feel is valid. But we don't want to judge these situations too prematurely. You know, I'll admit right, that right now it, it does not seem like a great hire. Adazio hasn't won more than seven games since his first season as a head coach. Uh, the offensive figures were were not great. He runs a pretty you know, he ran a pretty antiquated offense at Boston College, really relied on the ground and pound, uh, not flashy, not sexy, uh, definitely not like wide receiver you. But, you know, if he wins, people love him. Look at Craig Bull at Wyoming. I mean, he's super boring dude, but he wins. And because he wins, he's beloved in Wyoming. And that's, you know, ultimately what Adazio is going to have to do if he wants to win over these CSU fans. He's going to have to win some ball games. Like Bobo said so many times, it almost became laughable, you know. It's a results business, and the results are pretty much what determine how the fans are going to feel. Right now, they're not very excited, and that's because Adazio doesn't have the sexiest track record in the world. Maybe he'll find his stride at CSU. We do not know. We're just going to have to let it play out. All right, I'm going to get to some of your questions after this. We're going to take a hot second to shout out our sponsors. Uh, but before I do that, I'm just going to tell everyone, take take a deep breath. Come on, breathe in with me. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. Everybody, it's going to be okay. The sky is not falling. All right, let's hear from our sponsor. Breckenridge Brewery is Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits Brewery of the Month. Download their app and enjoy a six-pack for only $7.99 all month long. That's right, you can grab a six-pack of the world-famous Avalanche Ale, Strawberry Sky, Colorado Core, 
the delicious vanilla porter, their oatmeal stout, any of those six packs, $7.99 all month long with that app. Don't miss out. You're going to want to grab a six pack ASAP. Bow, bow. Let's get doodle mailbag. I don't have a jingle yet, but I wish I had a jingle for the mailbag. It'd be a lot of fun. If anybody wants to make me a jingle for the mailbag, I will use it because that'd be awesome. And it'd be less weird than the one that I just, the one I just did. Let's, uh, let's get to your reactions though. Let's get to the people's thoughts. This is a podcast of the people. I am a man of the people. I want to hear what you guys had to say. So I'm just going to pull them up here. I will admit, didn't have time to research some of this stuff. So I'm only going to be giving you guys my, uh, off the top of my dome responses gonna freestyle it here so starting with my main man kyle griffin at kyle underscore g13 uh, kyle and i used to work for csu football together back in the glory days he's my dude shout out to him he wants to know uh, what direction our offense is going to take Today's game is more creative than it has ever been. Will we adjust to match, or are we going to move backwards with the ground-and-pound mentality? This is a great question, and this was my first thought as well. What is going to happen to the offense? CSU has established itself as really one of the elite offensive schools in the in the nation, I would say. At least from a passing perspective, the the running game has been a little bit inconsistent over the last couple of years since Dalen Dawkins left, at least. Uh, but it's probably going to change now, would be my guess. I can't imagine they're going to, you know, keep uh, running a pro-style passing system or anything like that. I also don't see Adazio coming out and running a spread or anything like that. You never know. I think a much much of this is going to be predicated on who he ultimately hires as an offensive coordinator. Uh, also, you know, they have to consider the guys that they have on the roster now. It's it's one thing to want to be able to do something, but you ultimately have to do something or you you have to run an offense that's going to, to put your guys in a position to succeed. So I, I, I'd say at this moment we can't really answer this until we know who the offensive coordinator is going to be and, you know, how much of an impact... Adazio himself is going to have uh, on this offense you know is he going to work as like an offensive line coach doubtful you know because he's the CEO he's not going to be doing some of the stuff he was doing at Florida but you know great question great question Kyle and I hope we find out sooner rather than later because that's something I'm going to want to uh, dive into in great detail probably going to go into it with on a film room with Andre we'll obviously write about it I talk about it on podcasts. We're really going to beat this uh, horse to death. So, oh, that's, that's such a horrible saying. I, I'm sorry for even saying it. Uh, <laughs> at uh, the username, just old Aggie at the real Greg Z wasn't my first choice, but I'm all in CSU. Twitter is not excited about him. Tell us, tells us why we should be bonus point. If you don't use the word dude. Greg Z, I'm sorry. I used dude a bunch. I already uh, put the dude thing at the the montage at the beginning of the podcast, so I lose that bonus point. I appreciate your optimism, even if it comes from a place of cynicism for the the rest of the CSU community. But you know, if you're as you're all in, good for you. 
uh, at Concussed Cowboy, frequent, frequent listener of the podcast, frequent person I interact with on Twitter. Appreciate you, buddy. He says, incredibly underwhelmed and kind of sad, TBH. However, I would be a hypocrite to not give him a chance. Going to reserve judgment until I see how much he can salvage the recruiting class as well as he puts the staff together. Basically, uh, exactly what I said. So I couldn't agree anymore, Concussed Cowboy. I think that is very, uh, you know, astute logic. I think you were hitting it right on the head. We got to let it play out. I think everybody that's upset, it's fair, but, you know, we got to see how it plays out, see the type of staff that he puts together, see what kind of guys he's able to sign. All of this is going to matter. Uh, Jeff Moffitt at Gold Dust Wins. Let's wait and see what kind of staff he puts together before judging. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Thank you for chiming in. Uh, Johnny Ball Game. What gets the fan base excited about this hire? It's a great question. One of my favorite questions, and actually. What gets this the fan base excited about this hire? I would have to say uh, it's just the... It's just the potential, you know, the potential of what could be. <laughs> look, you know, he's not the, he hasn't had a ton, ton of success. So it's not like I can look to it and be like, well, remember when he won so-and-so bowl games at Boston College or rattled off all these double-digit seasons? That didn't happen. So I guess, you know, I'm, if you're, you're it's a guy who's going to come in with some energy, I'm sure, uh, it's it's just going to be a different approach. I think, you know, change for the sake of change is, is not necessarily always good, but I think CSU was in a position where they had to make a change. I don't think that this is necessarily the head coach that the, the fans had in mind when they were pushing for that change. But, you know, you just, you, you got the change. That's what, that's what we wanted. So that's that's really all I have to be honest. I understand that's not uh that's not much at this moment, but I'll give you a better answer. Here, look, he he did a he did a good job with the offensive line at uh, Florida. He was considered a, a pretty decent recruiter in his early days at Boston College. So those are both things. And and that said, you know he never was like awful at Boston College in the ACC. There is something to be said about that. He's Definitely going to be coming and facing lesser talent in the Mountain West. Maybe he's able to come into his own. Um, My my point is just that I I wouldn't say there's a ton to be super optimistic about at this point, but there's also no reason to to feel like the sky is falling. I don't think it's an awful hire. Uh, It's just, you know, kind of a, a meh hire, if that makes sense. At Jay Munchie, give me a percentage of how convinced you are when the official CSU Twitter post says, we got, in quotes, our guy. Oh, 25% best. The, uh, not, 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 not that great of a Twitter post. So it was kind of boring. Adam Fisher at Golf211. WTF. That's my question. WTF. <laughs> I feel your pain, Adam. I know uh, you are not alone when it comes to that response. <laughs> Jason Webb, at Rebel J Webb. How many seats does this hire fill versus other potential hires? Stadium looks bad empty. The stadium sure does look bad empty. And, you know, quite frankly, Jason, right off the bat, I don't think Adazio is really moving the needle 
Um, the fact that, you know, you have the CU game tied in with season tickets is going to maybe get some people that would be on the fence. But I will say, you know, Adazio is not the guy that's all of a sudden going to pack the stands. But if he starts winning, people will show up. Winning cures all. I posted that on Twitter and I meant it. If you win, people show up. If you don't win, they don't. It's pretty, it's as simple as that. Joseph Schneider just replies that garbage can emoji touche. Jake De La Torre, can we rehire Bobo after this absolute disaster? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Uh, that is probably a no-go, but I am curious what Bobo's reaction was when he saw the hire. I gotta imagine he at least smirked a little bit. Uh, Eric in Nevada, just why? Well, obviously he won over in the interview. That's what it's got to be. Uh, obviously he in that, and you know he has head coaching experience, which seemed to be very, very valuable into the uh, people making this decision. How will CSU be different than his other stops? That comes from Cam's dad at Cam CSU fan. We'll see. We'll see. I we don't know that it will be. That's that's my honest answer at this point. You know. We don't we don't know that it will be. Mariko Paquette uh, at Fort Boucher, disaster season ticket holder here, and I'm done with this team for now. Uh, a Morbun fan base needs an exciting hire, and this is the opposite. My alumni money will go to B-ball. Done with Joe Parker too. Hey, like I said, man, all feelings are valid. You are not wrong for being upset with this hire. I would just. Um, you know, I would just advise everybody to take a deep breath and, and let it play out. Let's see how he handles the introductory press conference, and let's try not to become too big of victims to the moment. That said, I genuinely appreciate everyone that responded and gave their input. I know that at this moment in time, people are not feeling super optimistic about the future, but, you know, part of being a a proud fan is is rolling with the ups and the downs. You got to see how it plays out. Maybe Adazio proves everyone wrong. Maybe this is the the stop where he gets it right. Like I said, he's never been necessarily a failure. It's just a guy who hasn't accomplished great things as a head coach yet. But he has Urban Meyer's blessing, at least to some extent, with Meyer being uh, part of this search process. And you know, I think that's gotta at least hold a little bit of weight as i said uh, multiple times i think urban meyer is a scumbag but i do value his football opinion tremendously if he feels like adazio is a guy that is capable of of leading the the program forward that gives me some confidence i just hope that this wasn't a situation where meyer was more concerned with you know getting his buddy the guy versus you know getting the right guy I'm not saying that's the case. I don't know. I imagine he would want, you know, his reputation to, you know, stay sterling, at least from a successful standpoint. So I don't think he would attach his name to it if he didn't believe it, but it's certainly something to consider. We're going to talk about this uh, all throughout the week. I will obviously be at the press conference on Thursday at 3 p.m. Uh, there talking to Parker, talking to the new head football coach at CSU. And I will be interested to see how many times he says 
dude. From your dude, Justin Michael, thank you for listening. Thank you for the support on Twitter. Thank you for subscribing to DNVR Rams. We love you. Got all kinds of great basketball content coming up. Make sure you're locked in for the CU game this Friday. Uh, All kinds of stuff coming up. Much love. Khakis wearing graphic tees, feeling way too trendy. Raps that kill. Oh, I'm deadly. Primed and ready like machetes at a deli in New Delhi. Feeling scummy like Martin Scarelli. Turn jam into jelly, then drink it like juice. The water's the truth, so I sip on that too. Skinny looking kid with no car keys. Like the only thing I drive is RCRV. He's got the stash like Steve Harvey. Oh, I'm gnarly.